Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Alright guys, you ready for your first EDM festival? Let's go! Woo! Our first, my first, my first EDM festival. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds! My name is Steve, aka Watson Geek, and I'm here my boy, Chad. you to our supporters please like comment share and subscribe yo 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 salam nerds guys <laughs> oh my god you did it <laughs> hello ted how you doing <laughs> listen guys I, I i don't know i i don't know how to do a uh kansas accent but uh, i'm a bias I, i'm really bad at it yes you are I am really bad at a Ted Lasso accent, <laughs> but guys, it's me, your host, Neve Lasso. Neve Lasso. <laughs> so for those of you guys that cannot see us on YouTube, um, I am in cosplay. And uh, listen, I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. The Wonder Kid. <laughs> Have you Who's watched... Assistant? Yeah, who's yeah. the assistant? Like, it's, uh, it's, I'm not Nate. I'm the other one. Like, no, no, you're Nate. The Wonder I'm Kid Nate. is Nate. <laughs> yes, the Wonder Kid is Nate. Which, I, which, uh, Loki. How far are you in Ted Lasso? So I just started season two. Okay, so uh, in season three they call him the Wonder Kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. That's why so, I know that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, which is like, so I went to Comic Con dressed as Ted Lasso, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I think I might have experienced a mild form of casual racism. <laughs> what? Yeah, because, you know, all of the people of color were, like, came up to me, like, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. Um, let me take a picture. Okay. A few white men and a handful of them came up to me and said, are you Nate? And I'm just like, what? Just because I'm brown, I got to be Nate? I'm literally dressed like Ted Lasso. Like, you I have got, the mustache. I got the mustache, which, by the way, is real. This is not fake. This is fully grown. It's authentic Pakistani mustache right here. What the shit? Are those fake? <laughs> no, bro. It's like real, bro. This is a real mustache. Nice. <laughs> this is a real mustache, man. Mooch. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I got, like, the, the the vest, man. I got the vest. I had the sneakers. I had the khakis. Um, Some dudes were still like, oh, are you Nate? And I'm like, Mm, the only thing me and Nate have in common are skin colors. So I don't know. I feel like that's a mild form of casual racism against cosplayers. I believe it. 
made me feel a certain way. But uh, still, majority of the people did know me at Ted Lasso, and a lot of people got pictures of me, and it was fun. It was a good time. Bro, your uh, clip of meeting Nick as Barney Stinson. Yes. Like, you met Ted? And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the crossover we need. That was so funny. So it's Nick Fox is a popular TikTok creator, and he does, like, cosplay and stuff like that. And he has some amazing cosplay. He had Venom, Dr. Horrible, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and, uh, you know, Barney Stinson. He looks just like Neil Patrick Harris. Like, that he man does. looks just like him. Um, and I got some cool videos of him doing air guitar on the Back to the Future panel. But let's talk about Comic-Con, man. That's what we're going to do. I want to recap all of it to you. It was such a fun time. I'm sad I missed it. Yeah, bro. Dude, have you? how many cons have you been to? Have you been to a con before? I have been, yeah, because uh, we have one here too. And so it's not called, uh, you know, like Houston Comic-Con. It's called uh, Space City something. <laughs> Oh, very cool. I might have to go to that one day. Holy crap. I don't know. That's what it's called, actually. Oh, okay, cool, cool. But I saw so many cosplay. Guys, go to my TikTok. I have, and my Instagram, actually, um, and my Twitter. Uh, I have all four days of Comic-Con. Basically, I took all the cosplays that I found, and I put them in a cool little video clip to music. All the fun time. I got all my friends in there. Shout out to my friends. Uh so many friends were there adam was there straw hat goofy uh victoria nick uh dimitri like all of them man it was really really cool hopefully you didn't miss anybody there because they're gonna be mad i know i probably did i probably (laughs) missed there was was one other guy i can't remember who it was who is this name i can't even remember uh but it was a lot of fun man it was so much fun i really enjoyed it um and uh it was let's talk about it let's get into it because not beans tell us everything all right my highlight like my life is over like it's done like i have completed like the fifth like you know thing that i need to complete in life in order to gain like the avatar state i don't know <laughs> what it is you but unlock the seventh chakra got it yes yes so listen i got a chance to meet one of my heroes like someone who i admire so much uh and that is michael j fox i love michael j fox back to the future is one of my favorite movies of all time um i love him for being a short king he was a ladies man back in the 90s and he was only five foot four like man had so much game he is short man he's a short man um he was he was you know spin city love that show family ties like he is a legend right but of course Back to the Future, greatest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he was diagnosed with Parkinson at 29 years old. Oh, no. Right? And, like, he he devoted his life to research and study of Parkinson's. All his money, his political connections, he worked with politics. He was, like, he figured out that the science was ahead of the money when it comes to Parkinson's. So all he needs is to raise money for like the science to catch up with actual cures and treatments and all that stuff. So he devoted his life to Parkinson's and he did so much in his life, man. He is incredible. And then he still came back to acting. He was on episodes of Scrubs. He was on Rescue Me. Like while his Parkinson's was so bad, um, one of the greatest people, like, and like when you hear him talk, like he was so optimistic. Like he had so much, like, he has like all these like issues with his body, like his eye socket broke, his his uh, clavicle broke, his shoulder. He has all these like medical issues. He's still one of the most optimistic people in the world, man. He is such a gem of a person. Like I was so emotional at that Comic Con thing. It was really really great. 
I can only imagine, man. And Dude. Uh, it's wild to me that the science is ahead of the money. Like that means theoretically they probably have something that could help a lot of people and they simply don't have the funding to go through all the trials to make it like a reality. So Well, this was back in ninety nine. So this was like in the nineties okay, he's, okay, he's referencing. Okay. So that's why he devoted so much time and that's why they have so much uh stuff for it now. Uh right. a lot of it has to do with him and Muhammad Ali who also had Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Two of my biggest heroes both have Parkinson's. I never realized that. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Once you really start thinking about it, that's when it hits you like, oh my yeah. god. Uh the other thing I want to talk about, um let me grab something real quick. Okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, when he, oh, he's All right. I got it. I got it. So listen, I went to meet Michael J. Fox. Like I paid, I paid some money. I, paid a lot, I dropped some coinage on it. Once in a lifetime experience to meet Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. And I wore this shirt. This shirt. Back to the future. This shirt says Pack to the Future because, you know, we're from Pakistan, even though we pronounce it Pakistan. Yes, it is from HalalShirts.com. It is called Pack to the Future. Uh, It's really cool. And then Michael J. Fox asked me, he said, why did your shirt say Pack to the Future? And I said, it's because I'm from Pakistan and where I'm from, we don't need roads. (laughs) (laughs) And he laughed. He laughed. In fact, you can in, in the picture that we took, you can see him still laughing from the joke. That's like he's, great. He's literally, he's literally in mid laugh from my joke in the picture. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, it, it's super awesome. By the way, these shirts are on sale at halalshirts.com. You can pre order them. Um, all of the money is going to the victims' flood relief. Uh, but and Michael J. Fox has actually seen and commented on this shirt, so that's canon. That's canon. Which is really cool. Um, so he talked about so many cool things. Uh, one of the things that he brought up, which my TikTok is going viral at the moment, is um, he says that when he was doing the uh, music for Johnny B. Good, he learned all of the chords. So he his fingers are synced to the chords. And then oh. he told the he told the editors that, and the editors made sure to get a uh, quite clips of his hands because every single chord he's doing is accurate to the chords in the song that's amazing good for it that's that's what you call dedication to the right he he actually learned guitar he didn't know guitar before this he learned it for the movie and was able to sync it that's wild that's dedication good and then then another thing that he brought up which nobody asked him about he brought up on his own he said the only thing i regret about that scene is that it kind of suggests that a white boy invented rock and roll when it was really chuck berry so he was like Mm-hmm. So he was like, you know, that's not something I wanted to imply at all. Uh, but, you know, credit to Chuck Berry. He is the best. And, you know, I just tried my best. And um, it's really complicated because technically, you know, the argument could be made that since Marty McFly learned from Chuck Berry, it's really Chuck Berry inventing it himself, kind of, right? It's weird. It's, uh, it's, it's it's something called the bootstrap paradox, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like uh, Chuck Berry invented it, and then Marty heard it, and then Marty went and played it, and then Chuck Berry heard it, and then it goes back around in a loop, right? Mm-hmm. So it depends on how you interpret the bootstrap, um, what you call it, paradox. Uh, in the movie, 
it could be considered that nobody invented it. It's just a paradox. It just came in this space. But in real life, let's let's mo- remove ourselves from the movie. In real life, that's the first time I've learned that black people invented rock and roll. I had no that's idea not- black mm-hmm. people invented rock and roll until Back to the Future. Yeah. It came from the blues, then it went to a couple other genres in between, then rock and roll yeah. came out of it. Like that's completely true. Yeah. It's really cool. And like, it's funny because if Back to the Future came out now, people would call it woke. Because number one, <laughs> no, seriously, it like it, number one, it features in the 50s, a black waiter who becomes mayor in the 80s, right? Then it's got this whole thing. And then it's got this huge ban uh, as a, uh, and they're all black. So like they found ways to cast black people in the 50s, which would have been really difficult. Because of like all of these laws, you know, all of the stuff that's happening, the racial divide, but they still found ways to put them in professional, respectable jobs like musicians and like a waiter who's going to be mayor with aspirations. Like that's really ahead of its time, for lack of better words, or no pun intended, right? (laughs) It's back to the future. It's back to the future. I know, I know. Um, And then the other thing that people don't realize, we, we, we hear this term toxic masculinity. Uh, all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, back to the Future actually tackled healthy masculinity back in the 80s before anybody even heard of this word. Now, That's listen cool. to this. Listen to this. In the first movie, George McFly was not masculine enough, right? And he got picked on, and he had yep. to learn to stand up for himself. In episode two, Marty overcompensates for his masculinity because every time somebody calls him chicken or yellow, he gets baited into doing things he doesn't want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But the third movie, which is the most important movie and doesn't get enough credit, is when he learns the balance of the three. He learns that it's not what other people think of you. It's what you think of yourself. Right. That's healthy masculinity. Mm -hmm. This movie tackled that years ahead before we knew this existed. Right. I guess Back to the Future kind of knew something about the future, huh? Yo, Back to the Future is one of the greatest movies of all time, and it can never be remade. It's lightning in a bottle. You couldn't make it for this time. Number one, the time travel, the time travel stuff, like we know more about time travel now, so like it doesn't make sense. And the other thing is you just can't capture the magic. You just can't capture the magic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was really cool. Really, really cool experience. Um, the other thing is they ask um Christopher Lloyd what his favorite quote of all time is <laughs> and he ends the night with saying the future is what you make it so make it a good one that's beautiful <laughs> dude it was the greatest comic con of my life like I got emotional you're getting emotional now I can hear I, it. <laughs> it's so I, I love that movie and I love Michael J Fox he is the gem of a human being I love Christopher Lloyd Greatest team up ever. Um, literally, like Rick and Morty, unbased on them. It's, they just have yeah. so much like cultural significance. I, it was the greatest, one of the greatest comic cons I've ever went to in my life. Did DeLorean show up with their new Alpha Five? I, I, I did see the new DeLorean, but they didn't come with the Alpha Hive. They, they had the original. They brought the original uh, okay. DeLorean. And yeah. I, I did get to take a picture of it with my t shirt. Yeah, so I actually. I'm on the uh, email list from the Alpha 5 is released. <laughs> Ooh. So I, I'm actually into buying the DeLorean. <laughs> oh, you made a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to uh, get a flux capacitor, put it right there. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. My, my charger in my car was a flux capacitor. It was, that's what it was shaped as. <laughs> my ringtone is that little ding ding, the sound from the. Uh, I love Back to the Future so much, man. It's, it's definitely. I would even say it saved my life, man. Cause like, honestly, like I did not let people bait me 
into situations I didn't want to be in because I learned that from that show, from that movie. Yeah. Um, we all have a show like that. Uh, for me, it was One Piece, which is an anime. For you, it's yeah. Back to the Future, the movies. Um, Love Back. I'm to glad the... we had this because, like, we'd be completely different people if we didn't have that. Yes, yes. All right, so that's Back to the Future. That's my whole, honestly, man, incredible. Um, can't stop raving about that. Uh, number two, another show that I really, really love. It kind of fell off at the end, but it's still a big part of my childhood. Um, Smallville. I went to the Smallville reunion panel. Really? Yeah. I was watching season one of Smallville, and then I was like, "Yeah, forget it." Oh, I could not keep my eyes at the show because my wife was on that show. Kristen Crook oh, is like yeah. the most beautiful woman in the entire I world. I had a crush on her too, dude. I, she, I totally understand. She was my first celebrity crush. Like, I was like, "Oh, I am definitely straight." <laughs> when I, when I, saw her, <laughs> I was like in love with her forever, um, and it was really cool. And I got to meet her. I got a picture with her. Hold on, take a look. She has look. this cute cross-eyed thing going on in all of her like look. Look at this. Small Dude, yeah. she is still as amazing looking. She hasn't uh, aged a day. Oh my not god. A day. Neither have I. So uh, shout out to me. No, I'm just kidding. That's also <laughs> true, mashallah. And then also <laughs> see my wrinkles, I can't see yours. <laughs> also, here is the thing. Look, Michael J. Fox is literally in mid uh <laughs> mid laugh. It's awesome. Oh man. But yeah, it, it's really weird because they talk about this show with like a little bit of like resentment like they i don't know if i don't know what kind of drama has i don't know much about the show and what kind of drama have been off the scene but um they said that hey they remember the good times but they remember it was it wasn't really a good time there was like a lot of drama behind the scenes on that show back in the day Aww. yeah yeah i don't even know if they like each other <laughs> but i know yeah. erica durant and kristen Krug definitely like each other and like i don't know i feel like uh I don't know. It was a little, a little weird energy in the room, to be honest with you. I don't know the skinny of it, but uh, I don't know. But it was still cool. I got to see them. I, I really loved that show. In the, the thing I liked about the show, that's another show that I was kind of woke before his time because uh, they casted Lana Lang and Pete Ross as people of color. Yeah. Because Lana is Indonesian uh, and Pete was black. And that was, they were both white in the comics. So that was like one of the first time I've ever seen a major show do like race bending. And I was like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, that's why they got a lot of shit for it. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a very, I really liked that show. I can't say if it's good. I can't say like everything is great about it. That's the thing. Like, I was had, so young. I didn't know what was good. I watched like a Superman. I might need to rewatch it and see if it holds up, but I, <laughs> I doubt it does. All I remember is that Clark had a super hot teacher, and that's when he got the heat vision. <laughs> yes, Manuel Wagner. I remember that actress. I follow her on TikTok. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. She's still good looking. She's amazing. Oh, um, man. We're men, all right. obviously. <laughs> so, so the other panel that I went to was uh, Super Mario. Oh. And shout out to Universal because I actually got like VIP treatment for this because that's I actually... what I'm really upset about. Like I wish I was there because Universal would have gotten us in and I couldn't make it. Mm. Yeah, so Universal got me in. It got my friend in too. I got um Embed, who is a friend of mine, in, yeah. and we skipped the line. We got to go in the front, um, which was really cool. So what happened is Universal came out to me and was like, "Hey, can you do a trailer reaction uh, on your TikTok?" And I was like, hey, I'm actually at Comic-Con right now. Can you get us in the panel? And they're like, hold on. And they're like, you're in. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. We were front row. I've never sat front row to anything at Comic-Con before. You pulled wow. the influencer card. I did. I did. Well, they wanted me to do something, so let me get something <laughs> back. 
I'm doing these reactions and giving them like engagement and, and views for free. I should get something out of it. That's fair. That's right? fair. The, it, was, for your work. it was cool. It, it worked out and uh, I really enjoyed it. And dude, that movie is going to be good uh, because of one thing and one thing only. Yo, Jack Black is going to carry this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Jack Black I'm is very amazing. excited. I think like you were on our, uh, a Zoom a couple nights ago with us when we were watching uh, uh, Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. We ended up watching it late, right? And you told me, like, I was telling you, like, you know, am I, is it wrong for me to be more excited about Jack Black than Chris Pratt here? Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, apparently the internet agrees, like, no, we are all more excited for Jack Black. Dude, Jack, dude, Jack Black sounds so good as Koopa. So mm-hmm. good. Uh, can't say the same for Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> but, I'm uh, glad they didn't make him do an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I really think they should have got the original voice of Mario and just kind of had him like like dumb down the stereotype. Like I think he could have done it. He's a voice actor. You could have yeah. just said, "Hey, can you dial it down a little bit, right?" And we could have had a decent, you know, uh, what you call it, voice actor. Chris Pat is just. I know he's doing like a New York accent, but as someone from like New York who hears New York accents from all the time, um, mm, I, I don't know. I don't really buy it. He sounds like the lady from Bob's Burger. Linda. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. You're right. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love that. But this movie is going to be great regardless. Uh, Jack Black's going to carry it. So many other stars are in it. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. I'm I'm hyped for it actually. When I saw the trailer, I was like, "This isn't bad." Yeah. Jack Black said that uh, he's given like Koopa. Uh, Bowser is so much more depth. He's like he's a little insecure. He's into m- rock metal. He's like there's gonna be a lot of like his personality in King Koopa. So it's gonna be cool. Insecure. He keeps going back to Peach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, man, that was really cool. Um, another show I want to talk about, dude. I have never watched this show a day in my life. I barely even heard of this show, um, but we got to talk about it. This show, we might need to do a podcast on it because I watched. I have never seen the show, but I watched like the trailer for season two. It's called Wheel of Time. Yes. Dude, that yes. show looks incredible. I have heard wonderfully amazing things about this show. Dude, that show is bananas. Like I saw a clip of a pregnant woman kill like five people and then give birth. Like I'm like, what is this show? Okay. I was like, I'm in, I'm in. Uh, And then I tweeted one thing about the show. I probably got like 50 new followers and they were all encouraging me to join the fandom. It's probably the most wholesome fandom to ever exist. They were so nice. Like you should read my comments right now on Twitter. They were so nice about it. They were like, hey, we have this, we have, we have, we welcome new people. Here's the hashtag you should use. Here's the hashtag you shouldn't use because it has spoilers. Here's the hashtag for people who can't see. Like I was like, what? Cause they use like audio visual, audio, alt text is what they told me. So like if you post a meme, you use alt text so that even like visually impaired people can yeah, get so the like j- your phone, like Siri could like read it out or whatever. I didn't know this. Yo, they are yeah. so inclusive and so like wholesome. Yeah. I can't, I want to join this fandom. I'm going to watch Wheel of Time. I'm, that's uh, after uh, Rings of Power, I'm going to get into it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. They love people's live reactions. So we'll see. Yeah, um, we may just have to do it live. It's just like, Get you and me on TikTok and say, oh, I'm going to start this. Let's watch. Yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. <laughs> and then 
obviously Rings of Power. I went to a Rings of Power one. That was really cool. They showed some really cool stories. It's funny because this show is not as popular uh, across the pond as it Bro, is here. It's not as popular here. Like we can't yeah. find a guest for this goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even find a guest. But it's so good. But like the fans, the fans were really into it, and like we heard stuff from the audience, and like not the audience, we heard stuff from the actors, and like they all asked like, "Oh, what's your favorite scene?" in the show three of the actors said yeah we can't talk about it because they're in the finale <gasps> they said all, all three of them oh. said that our favorite scene yet is in the finale so we haven't seen everyone's favorite scene yet so one of them said that it's one of the best acting they've ever done in their career thursday night midnight we're watching yeah, yeah. so um I'm, your time. I'm really really excited for that uh, midnight your time and 11 p.m. my time. Whichever. We're, we're going to do it Thursday night. Yeah. Um, and finally, the other thing that I want to talk about before we go is all the art that I buy. So I love to go to Comic-Con because I love to go and support art artists, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially local artists and, like, you know, people who are just, you know, uh, these posters don't cost that much. They're like 20 something dollars. Some of them do cost a lot. I'm not going to lie. But some of them don't really even cost that much. And I like to support them. So I want to give them a shout out. Um, this one I got of our boy Eddie from uh Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah, and it says this is my year. Um Aww. which is really sad because that's what he says that before he dies. It's his year. <laughs> and this is what I say every year when I think I'm going to get married and I never do. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Yep. Join the club. Yep, yep, yep. So this is by Karen uh Hillen, I think her name is. Uh, she is a great artist. I have tons of stuff. She also does my Ted Lasso back there. Uh, uh, yeah, great. I can see that. Yep, yep. Also, ladies, need single. Um, put them up. <laughs> um, also, I got this amazing Batman. Look at this Batman. Oh, oh that's it's cool. Beautiful. With the color like splashing in. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it's by an artist named Sean Anderson. Uh, you can follow him at, at Skyscraper48. Wait, Sean Anderson? Skyscraper48 underscore art. Yeah, yeah, he makes this. Oh, okay, okay. No, there's a there's a different Anderson here. And he's a comic. Like, oh, okay. it makes comics with the Houston Chronicles. I was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, they're different. Just, yeah. Okay, one more. Check this one out, Jazz. <gasps> this is Sauron and is uh, Samwell carrying Frodo and then Gollum in the background. It's Lord beautiful. This is so amazing, right? And like these were all like just about twenty bucks, not super expensive, not that much. Um, but then I got stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How much did you spend? So there's a famous artist that I love. His name is Boss Logic, and he's one of the most famous artists ever. He's the one that actually got Rosario Dawson casted as Ahsoka because he did fan art of her. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and he's he's Muslim. He's I think Syrian refugee and lives in Australia. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I love him because he does like eat stuff too. And I was like, oh man, shout out to the homie. So and and I actually I already asked him and he already accepted. Yes. Nice. Yo, you know how I do, bro. Yeah. I, I got skills. I got skills. Uh, but check out this. Check out this thing that he made. It changes. Oh, it changes, bro. It goes from black to white. This is the Shang Chi poster with the rings, the ten rings, and like if that's you so the cool. angle you look at it, it's either black or white. 
those old so 3D pictures. Come it's on. a 3D, it's a 3D picture, and it's amazing. So it either shows, you know, how Shang Chi's father had the rings and he had the rings. Yeah, bro, amazing. So that one cost me like a good like 80 bucks. <laughs> I, I expect that one to be expensive, like, right? That one is pretty, it's yeah. pretty expensive. And like I, I bought it, and then I'm like, you know what? It's an investment. I'm gonna put it in the background of the podcast, and it's gonna be for the podcast. I'm gonna write it off on my taxes. <laughs> and, can we're no right? longer just a hobby, by the way, like... right? So I was like, <laughs> I, I was justifying, it. and then I was watching. I was walking around with my friend Sarah, and uh, shout out to Sarah, uh, basically an Avenger. That's her TikTok, and uh, we were just walking around back and forth, and like every five minutes, I'm like making up excuses why I bought it, and she's like, "You already <laughs> bought it. Why are you justifying it to yourself?" Yeah, Neves, you can write off 35% of that, okay? <laughs> All right. Your income, I know. <laughs> and then I bought one more. I bought one more, and this oh, yeah. one is also pretty dope. This one is also amazing. This one, like, I looked at it and like, you're coming home with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check it out. Obviously, my what's, what's my hashtag? Uh, well, my hashtag or what they call me on my personal uh, Instagram. It's called the Condalorian. So obviously, yeah. I... I the, yeah. right the Condalorian. Check out this Mandalorian art. Whoa, that's it's amazing. like a sunset meets yeah, that's so cool. And the cool thing is, it can be backlit with RGB. So if I put it right in that corner, it'll glow a different color every time. That's amazing. Yeah. So shout out to the artist, man, and all the cool art at Comic-Con. If you ever want to buy art, I highly recommend New York Comic-Con. New York Comic-Con has the largest artist alley, even bigger than San Diego. So it is very uh, artist-oriented. Mm. We got to compete. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Comic you, can't, you, you, you can't compete with New Game York. On. I'm sorry. You can try. Game on. Watch me. But listen, one of these days, we got to get... Um, we got to get pressed on it too. Oh, I forgot to tell you the most famous person I met, man. I'm, uh, well, not the most famous person, but someone who's like a, a famous friend of mine. Uh, Brendan Davis from uh, Phase Zero Podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's the one who showed us this new program. So, yeah. Yes, he's the one. I told him how he, I was like, so he got me in touch with his uh, producer, uh, Richard, and Richard is going to show us the ropes. He said, like, any technical issues that we need to know, anything we need to learn, they got us. So, I was networking. I was networking the shit out of Comic Con, bro. We're going to take this show to the next level. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, man, that's, that's all I have for Comic Con, man. It was a fun, uh, fun night. And, um, I can't wait to do it again, man. I love going to Comic Cons. Yeah, it's so fun. This weekend show up, but it just didn't work out. Oh man, really? it it, it, it would have been cool. But uh, listen, check out my TikToks and try to see if Comic Cons for you. Um, it might be. I mean, dude, the Michael J. Fox experience. Man, I am going to remember that for the rest of my life. Like, for sure, man. I mean, you gushed on that for like 15 minutes here in our 30 minute podcast. I know. <laughs> big fan, man. Big fan. And I got to meet like, like how many people in the world can say they met their celebrity crush, their first ever celebrity crush? That's very rare. And hug them That's and take a picture rare. with them. That's mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to like talk to her too. I was like, "Hey, I know you made a movie where you played a Pakistani woman. I'm Pakistani. I appreciate you." And she gave me like a little extra hug and stuff like that for that. So that was really cool. 
<laughs> you uh, nerd. Yeah, listen, listen, celebrities love it when you throw in like an obscure movie they did. <laughs> All right, good to know. Did you yeah. ask to come on the podcast? Uh no, I did not. I was I was I was, I, I was too shy. I was too shy. I was <laughs> she's she's like the love of my life. Like I don't know what to do. <laughs> you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's true. That's true. But also, like, I I had to go. Um, they were very disorganized at the picture taking spot, and if I did not leave early enough, I would have missed the Michael J. Fox thing. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's completely fair. Though. Yep, yep. Anyways, guys, that's the end of our New York Comic Con episode. Check us out uh later today when we do our Rings of Power episode. All right. Take care, y'all. All right. Bye. Salam, nerds. Peace.